The WLEW Sports Network presents the MHSAA Tournament with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. It's a rematch 22 days in the making. The top two teams in the Greartham West are now trying to stay alive in the postseason. It's the Bad Axe Hatchets on the road up against the Reese Rockets. Good evening and welcome to Region 24, hosted by Reese High School. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey, and to the right of me once again is Coach Steve Bone. Clark, great to be back here again. Uh, we talked about it the last time they played, how this game could possibly happen. Both teams won their district. We're back here again. Difference is, this is a regional. I'm telling you what, to me as a coach, districts are scary because especially when you're supposed to win, it's like it's the only thing you can do there is fail. But as a coach, when you come to regionals, this is where your program and you as a coach can really shine. Regionals is what puts you over the top. This is what makes you who you are as a team and who you are as a coach. You look at the bill at the banners, how many regionals are up there anywhere, right? Mark Gainford coached 24 seasons and won four regionals. Hard to believe, right? Hard to believe. <laughs> Roy Johnston just won his 800th game at Beaverton. They've had great teams. His average wins in 51 seasons is 16 and a half wins a year. He's won six regionals. So the thing that you got to understand is how hard it is to win a regional and how much of an opportunity this is. It's all coming up on the WLEW's. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. Dia Services of Cassidy for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Valley Enterprises, Tim Fritz of Farm Bureau Insurance, Michigan's insurance company. Bayport State Bank, McVeigh Insurance Agency, East here on TV and Appliance. Flannery Auto Mall, Thumb Bank and Trust, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rates are reserved. Any reproduction with the express written consent of the WLEW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. It was on this date in 1981 that the attempted assassination of President Ronald Reagan took place outside of the Hilton Hotel in Washington, D.C. Using a revolver, John Hinckley wounded Reagan, a police officer, Secret Service agent, and critically wounded James Brady, permanently disabling the press secretary. Hinckley was obsessed with the actor Jodie Foster from the 1976 film Taxi Driver, in which the movie's plot involved a similar scheme to what he did. His goal was to create enough attention for Jodie Foster to be attracted to him. Clearly that worked out. Hinckley didn't act, didn't have a direct shot at Reagan, but instead a bullet ricocheted off of the limo's windshield and hit the president. He would recover, and ever since Secret Service protocols require presidents to enter and exit locations with a covered roof, preferably not the main entrance. 
Ronald Reagan is the last president to have an assassination attempt against him, unless you count the Iraqi reporter throwing a shoe or two at President George W. Bush. One person who has never had a shoe thrown at him, or at least to our knowledge, is to my right tonight, and that'd be none other than the former USA assistant coach, Steve Bone. Clark, apparently you've never seen me in the locker room after a loss. I've thrown lots of shoes, a lot of uh, other things as well. <laughs> not, but not throwing at you. No, no, nobody would throw it at me. They just ducked. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Last week we survived all four District 96 games in which no game finished with a difference in score more than seven points. Badax took their second title since 2015, which was their first district championship since 1969, two in the last six years. Badax was expected to win. They did what they were supposed to do. They carried the mail for the team. They got the job done. They've moved on, and here they are at Reese. Badax's opponent tonight is no stranger to the Hatchets. They lost twice this season to the Reese Rockets. Their only two losses in 2021. So that brings up the old adage of how difficult is it for the same team to beat the other team three times in one year. Well, when these two teams are matched up as closely as they are, every win has been tough. I mean, even though Bad X won by, or lost by 12, the first time that game was relatively close. Again, the next one was, you know, an epic battle. It went to overtime, extremely close. We're going to see a similar thing to again tonight. And, um, gosh, I just, I, I don't know what they would change. I just think both teams are really confident in what they're doing, and they're going to stay with it. The road to the Breslin Center continues tonight, and when we return, we'll take a look at the Bad Axe Hatchets. It's the Region 24 semifinals from Reese, Michigan. Bad Axe at Reese, and it's all on the WLW Sports Network being powered by Agar Valley Services. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from our Aga Valley Services courtside seats high above in the balcony from Reese, Michigan, as the Bad Axe Hatchets are in town to take on the Rockets for the third time this season. The Bad Axe Hatchets enter tonight with a 12-2 overall record, five wins in the last 20 days for the Blue and Gold. In the Greer of the West, they finished in second place to Reese at 8-2, losing twice to the Rockets. The Bad Axe Hatchets are coached by Mark Krug, He's not here again tonight in self-quarantine, so Jason Jurgis is at the acting head coach. Mark Kirk has been at the helm for this program for eight years, going 99-61 and 61 with two district titles. And the Bad Axe Hatches are scoring 63 points per game. That's the conference's second-best offense, behind only Reese by seven and a half points. On defense, they are the third-best defense in the Greertham Conference, allowing 43.8 per game. That's seven spots ahead of Reese and six points better. Average margin of victory for the Hatchets is in their favor by 19.2 points, and that is just 1.8 points less than the Reese Rockets. The Bad Axe Hatchets rolled through the regular season with just two hiccups in the regular season, both coming from the Reese Rockets. The Hatchets lost at home to Reese by 12 points on February 18th, a game in which Noah Curvin and Aaron Souls combined for 32 points, but just three other players chipped in seven points each. They followed that up with a five-game winning streak before falling on the road at Reese, the same gym here, this time by just two points and in overtime. Just like the last matchup, Bad Axe has won five in a row entering this evening, trying to take the win that matters the most. You get to that first game in the regional, everybody's confident because they've all gone, they've, they've won two or three games in a row. They put a number on the banner, 
They put hardware in the <laughs> in the uh, trophy case, so everybody's pretty confident. I think uh, Souls definitely going to be a big factor tonight. But look for Sageman. I believe Sageman is really going to have to have a good one tonight. That'll be the difference if, for Bad X. On the season, Bad X has made 47% of all shots taken through 14 games so far. They're led by Aaron Souls, who's averaging 20 points a game, including 34 against Harbor Beach on Saturday. In the last two matchups with Reese, Souls has scored 17 and 25 points, respectively. Jensen Emmerich is averaging 10.6 per game on the year. Noah Curvin at 9.7, into Carlos Sajuan with 7.8. Between those four players, that accounts for 48 of the 62 points Bad X averages in a game, and it's over three quarters of their entire offense. Jake McPhee is once again not on the active roster for Bad X tonight, which will be a bit of a blow for the Hatchets. They're, he's averaging almost five points a game, and his presence was felt underneath the basket in the last matchup with Reese. It sure was. He had huge rebounds, made a big shot on the baseline that tied the game. The other thing that Reese has that Baddox doesn't, Jacob Rao inside, and I think McPhee helped deal with him in there. Baddox is shooting a three really well. They have to continue that and shoot it really well again tonight. It's time for a short break on the WLW Sports Network. Up next, we'll shift our attention to the Baddox's regional opponent in Greater Than West Foe, the Reese Rockets, right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Ten and a half minutes before starting off, Region 24 from Reese, Michigan. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone with you on the WLW Sports Network. The Bad Axe Hatchets are taking on the Reese Rockets tonight, and the Rockets are 14-1 overall. Their only loss will be to Division I Davison, 78-85. In the Greer Thumb West, they are 11-0, finished up. They have won every divisional game by an average score of 71-47, an average victory of 24 points. Head coach for Reese in his first year would be Justin Shepard. He replaced Brian Kern, who was at the helm for six years, going 89-40 and 40 over that time, winning 69% of his games coached, and had one district title. The 2021 Rockets are scoring 70.5 points per game. That's the best in the conference by 7.5 points, which happens to be second-place Bad Axe. On defense, they are allowing 49.5 points per game. A bit of a different story on defense, though. That's the ninth best or fifth worst in defense in the Greerism Conference. Average margin of victory in favor of the Rockets by 21 points. That's the largest point differential, regardless of the defense in the Greerism Conference. The Reese Rockets began the season on a 7-0 clip through March 2nd, defeating every team in the Greerism West along the way. Then on March 6th, the Reese went out and scheduled a tough game against Davison on the, wo- on the road, Division I Davison, in which they lost by just 7 points, 78-85. to Since that loss, Reese has rattled off another straight six victories, with all of them coming in double digits, except for one, which was that two-point overtime victory over Bad Axe. The Davison game, I think, really helped Reese. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the comments in the paper, but the Hemlock coach talked about basically never being behind all year and the kids not being able to handle it and there's a lot to that you just you get used to being playing in the lead and you don't know how to handle it when it happens um but you know what you talk about uh, defense reese is definitely gonna have to turn it up tonight i think they have that capability of turning up the defense but uh they haven't done it 
at a real consistent pace, they're definitely going to have to do it tonight. The Rockets are led in scoring by number one, Demarcus Palmritter. He's quick with his feet in transition as well as hitting outside shots when his feet are set. And as a result, he's averaging 16 points per game. In the first two games with Bad Axe, he dropped 28 and 25 points this year. Both season highs for Palmritter. Levi Foco chips in just over 15 points a game, and the big man Jake Rowell adds 13 points per contest. Those are the big three that Bad X needs to shut down or at least contain if they want to extend their season to the regional final on Thursday. DeMarcus can go inside. He can go outside. He's so strong going to the basket. He's really hard to you know stop once, he gets his, once he's going downhill. Can you hold him down? I think if you can hold him at that low 20s, you've kind of done your job. I think the biggest question for for uh, Bad Axe, can they contain Jake Rowe? Jake Rowe is the one that's going to give them the most trouble. Big kid inside. He can step out. He can extend it. He's going to be a really tough guard for Bad Axe. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the number one and number two teams of the Greater Thumb West, Reese and Bad Axe, in their third matchup of the year. Keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Three and a half minutes from starting to Region 24, and Bad Axe's season has just two blemishes on it, both of the hands of the Reese Rockets. They faced off in the third game of the regular season, falling at home to Reese by 12 points, 53-65. to 65. The second time around at, at Reese, it was much closer and required four extra minutes to determine the winner. When the final buzzer went off, Reese was on top by two points, 82-80, to 80, claiming the Greertham West title outright with the Reese victory. Since then, Bad Axe has been rolling in record form, winning their final five games by an average of 24 points. Bad Axe has continued to get better. That's what teams do. Even though you lose, you learn from it, you continue to get better. I mean, Souls is playing better. Emmerich's playing better. Um, Curvin's playing better. Sageman's playing better. They're shooting the ball better. It's a different team tonight than what it was when they got beaten overtime, but so is Reese. The Rockets' season has been has seen their offensive average over the 70-point mark for the first time in at least 10 years. Reese has scored 70 or more points in 9 of their 15 games this season, and 14 of the 15 have come in with more than 60 points. Their only game under the 60-point mark came on Saturday against Hemlock in the district final, 55-43. The question is, did the Hemlock Huskies expose something that Bannock's going to exploit tonight to slow down the Rockets? I believe they did. Hemlock plays a zone. And that kind of takes away what Palm Rider can do off the dribble drive. You can collapse more on Rao, even though Rao had a good, really good game against Hemlock. Um, I expect Bad Axe to show up in their 2-3 tonight. It would be interesting to see how far they extend or if they stay back on it. Uh, there's some guys they got to get out and guard, and there's some guys that maybe they should let shoot. It would be interesting to see how they go about it. Head-to-head, we have the number one and number two offenses in the Greater Thumb Conference tonight. On offense, Reese is averaging 70.5 points per game. Bad Axe is posting 63, Rockets by 7.5. On defense, Bad Axe has the defensive edge, though. The Hatchets allow just 43.8 per game, the third best in the conference. Reese, on the other hand, has the ninth best, giving up 49.5 points per game. Bad Axe on defense by 5.7. So if by going by stats and stats alone, the Reese Rockets are favored by just 1.8 points. In the first two times they scored off the season, the average score was Reese 73, Bad Axe 66. 
It's time for a short break. When we return, we'll have your crystal ball forecast as well as your starting lineups right here on the WLEW Sports Network. Bad Axe at Reese. It's now time for the Crystal Ball Forecast presented by Sure Health, where better health makes for a better life. It's time you ask yourself, are you sure? The standings are tied for a piece. Steve Bone and Clark Ramsey. Las Vegas has Reese favored by three and a half points. I'm taking Reese by four as well, 66 to 62. That's hard to believe. I got Reese 65. <laughs> Bad act 62. The difference, oh. the difference, McPhee at five points off the bench. I just, I don't know how you overcome that in a game like this. That's a very valid point. Let's meet our starting lineups first for the home team, the Reese Rockets. We're technically the away team tonight, but we're in Reese. 5'11 junior, the leading scorer for the Reese Rockets. Number one, Demarcus Palmritter. Six foot four junior. Number, excuse me, five foot. A five foot ten junior, number three Tanner Turbush. Six foot three junior, number four Jake Rao. Five ten senior, number ten Landon Bender, and this big man, or excuse me, on the wing, six foot one junior, number fifteen Levi Foco. Reese coached by Justin Shepard, his first year as head coach. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, a five eleven junior point guard, number two Noah Kirvin. The leading scorer for the Hatchets, 5'11", junior, number three, Aaron Souls. Six-foot-one senior, number 11, Jensen Emmer on the wing, also a small forward. The big man down low at 5'10", sophomore, number 14, Keaton Brown. And six-foot-one junior, number 21, a forward, DeCarlos Sageman. Bad Axe coached by Mark Krug. He is not here tonight, so acting head coach should be Jason Jurgis for the third time this postseason. Steve Bone, any initial thoughts here from Reese, Michigan, Region 24? It's going to be a great game. Again, regionals are just a whole nother step. And uh, being that uh, they haven't even put the ball in play, Bad Axe is starting out in a 2-3 zone. Reese in their road maroon uniforms at home at the right wing to Foco. Back to Turbush. Bad Axe guarding from a distance. Back to Foco, right wing. Looking for the skip pass. Nothing there. Back up to Turbush, top of the key. Being guarded by Kervin from a distance. Rao with the left elbow. Looks at the basket, now gives it to Palmritter, left wing. Palmritter, back to Turbush, top of the key. Seven and a half left in the first. Turbush passes back to the left to Palmritter at the left wing. Starts his dribble against Kervin. Inside the lane, kicks it back out to Turbush. Thought about taking the three, does not. Now down to Rao, underneath the zone to Landon Bender. Back up to the top. Bender underneath the zone, off the glass. High off the glass is no good, but rebound brought in by Foco, and this one's in for two points. Reese leads 2-0 with 7.13 left in the first quarter. Sometimes it's really tough to rebound out of the 2-3. But there's Aaron Souls with the response, and they're going down the left side of the lane with the right hand in for two points. We are tied at two with 6.59 left in the first. If Reese is going to play that hard out without any help on him, Souls is going to have a huge night. Yes, he is. Foco at the left wing to the high post to Rao. To the right wing, Palmritter against Emmerich. Maddox in that zone defense, down to Bender underneath in the short corner. Back out to Palmritter for three. This one's wide left. Rebound ripped down by Kervin in the hatches. Their first rebound this evening. We played 90 seconds. It is Maddox to Reese 2, our first tie tonight. Emmerich at left wing. Now Kervin to Soul's right wing. Into the corner to Sageman. Sageman 
Taking his time. Going down right down the baseline. Wide open. Off the glass. In for two. And DeCarlo Sageman gives the lead to the Bad Axe Hatchets with four straight points. 6-10 left in the first quarter. 4-2. Inside the lane. DePalmrinder underneath the basket. In for two points. And we're tied at four. That's why Sageman's my guy to pick tonight. I just think uh, if Reese is going to defend it like that, he's got dribble drive all night, and they can't stop that. 5.55 left in the first quarter. 4-4, four to four. Keaton Brown for three, top of the key, in and out, no good. To Carl Sageman nearly brings in the offensive rebound, but scooped away by a maroon jersey. Foco going coast to coast, the floater's no good, and a rebound ripped down by Keaton Brown and Jake Rao, and it will be Banak's ball on the, on the jump ball. Possession arrow in favor of the Hatchets. 5.38 left in the first. 4-4. Four four, Bad Axe and Reese all squared. Reese is going to do some full court token pressure. Aaron Soles inside the lane against Palmritter. Nothing there at the left elbow. Dribbling between his legs and he loses it. Turbush up to Palmritter in transition. The layup is up and it's good. Palmritter with four. Reese with six and a two-point lead. 6-4. 5.19 left in the first quarter. Both teams will take turnovers and turn them into points in a hurry. Sageman down on the right side of the lane, and he traveled with it before the steal. So that'll result regardless, though, in a turnover, the first for the Hatchers this evening. 5-10 left in the first. Reese, 6. Badax, 4. Turbush gets the inbound from Foco. Turbush directing traffic across midcourt now. Right to left across the radio. Bannix in their home white uniform. Skip pass into the corner to Palmritter. Wide open for three. It's good. Palmritter with seven points. It's now nine to four. Is a 7-0 run for the Reese Rockets. Inside the lane, Jake Rouse swats away Keaton Brown. We're going the other way. Reese can't hang on to it, and it goes out of bounds as they're trying to push tempo, and it'll result in a turnover in Bannix with the ball 90 feet from their own hoop. Left side of the radio. Bad Axe is playing at 2-3, but they're just standing and letting uh, Reese do whatever they want to do on that. I mean, they're skipping it and setting back screens. No ball pressure, just making it an easy pass. Palmrunner picks up the foul as Bad Axe was trying to bring the ball up the court. That'll be his first and Reese's first team foul this evening. Reese jumped into a full court trap, almost got it. 9-4, Bad Axe trails by five points. Four and a half left in the first quarter. Emmerich at the left wing against Foco. Back to Curvin. Curvin against Turbush. Dribbling to his right. Over to the right wing to Souls. Into the corner. Top of the key. Curvin. Dama taking the three. Now he hesitates. Gives it to Emmerich. Emmerich. Back to Curvin left wing. Curvin to Souls. Souls looking to the basket against Palmrider. At the top of the key. Over to Emmerich right wing. Takes the three. It's up. It's no good. Rebound to Carlos Sageman. He is fouled on the rebound. And this will result in a foul going against Jake Rao. That is his first and Reese's second team foul. That's twice now. Sageman's just come all the way off the arc, all the way in for an offensive rebound. That one there, they caught him on the wrist. No box out at all. 4.05 left in the first. Bender sits down for Reese. He's replaced by Jesse Stricker. Stricker had some critical 10 points last time this game. Souls takes a three on the inbound. Nothing there. Rebound still loose brought in by Foco. Here comes Reese leading by five points, nine to four. Palmritter to Rao in transition, can't get that one to fall, and rebound ripped down by Keaton Brown, and we have a jump ball possession arrow, Reese. Keaton Brown and Jesse Stricker going to battle there underneath the basket, and Reese will end up with it. 
One change we've seen tonight is uh, Palm Rider is uh, guarding Souls. They didn't do that the last time. Palm Rider in for three on the inbound. Nothing there. Rebound brought in by Emmerich. Here come the Hatches. Still trailing by five points, nine to four. Emmerich nearly loses it at the top of the key. To Souls, dives inside the lane. The finger rolls up off the mark. Gets his own rebound. This one's no good as well. And rebound brought in by Turbush. Here comes Reese, and we have a foul in transition. Palm Ritter will go to the free throw line for two shots. This will be the first team foul against the Hatchers this evening. It will go against Jensen Emmerich. Again, Reese really pushing the tempo. Any chance they get, whether they get a turnover or off a rebound, they're, they're headed down the floor in a hurry. So you better have at least two guys back because Palm Rider gets that close to the basket. He ain't going to miss unless he's fouled. Palm Rider at the free throw line shooting two. The first free throw, this one's good. Palm Ritter with eight points already. It's 10 to four. Reese leading by six points, their largest. Palm Ritter on the season. 68% free throw shooter, and he makes both of those. And Palm Ritter will get a quick breather. Replaced by number five. That would be Je Trevor Kalkman for Reese. Token pressure coming from the Rockets on the inbound. Keaton Brown will bring the ball up for the Hatchets. Trailing 11-4. Sageman at the left wing against Stricker. Now to Emmerich's hands. To Curvin. Top of the key against Kalkman. Two souls against Turbush. Inside the lane. The finger rolls off the glass. In for two for Aaron Souls. He has four and stops that 9-0 run for the Rockets. 11-6. Reese Tvoko to the high post to Stricker down to the low post to Rao. Double team there and Rao makes it look easy. His first points tonight and it's 13 to 6. He had no ball pressure, just threw it to the high post, went, ducked it right down to Rao and they ain't going to stop him down there. Especially not without Jake McPhee. <laughs> exactly. Souls inside the lane. The floater's no good. Long rebound brought in by Keaton Brown and we have a foul on the rebound. This will go against Tanner Turbush. His first team's third. And Bannix will inbound right in front of Reese's bench, right side of your radio. Connor Etzel checks in, replaces Noah Kerbin. Boy, they got uh, Rao with one foul. Boy, Souls could have took it right to his chest there, see if they could get another call on him, instead, get, him get him on the bench. Instead, Rao is now on the bench voluntarily, replaced by Ethan's work. Sageman at the free throw line. Nothing there. Spinning back out to Emmerich at the right wing against Turbush. Starts his dribble. Spins inside the lane. The floataway jump shot way off the mark. Rebound brought in by Foco. Reese with the lead by seven points, 13 to six. To the left wing to Kalkman. Kalkman now in trouble. Getting a skip pass over to Foco right wing. Dives inside the lane. Opposite blocked his work. Swatted out of bounds by Souls. He'll be Reese Ball. They'll try this one again underneath their own basket. Bad X made one change. They put Emmerich up on top with Sageman. Give him a little more length. See if they can screw up them passing lanes a little bit. Inbound to Foco over to Stricker right wing. And there's a kicked ball as Sageman elevated and got his foot on this one. So Reese will inbound on the far sideline, leading Bad X 13-6 with a minute 55 left in the first. Not much of a regional atmosphere here so far from Reese, Michigan. Does seem to be a little nervous, doesn't it? Turbush for three, right wing. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Stricker. He goes up and he's fouled on the putback. 
Stricker will go to the free throw line for two shots. This foul will go against Connor Etzel. That's his first. And Badax is second. Jesse Stricker at the free throw line. He is 11 for 16 on the season for 68% from the charity stripe. Stricker has not scored tonight. And the first free throw, no good. Minute 43 left in the first. 13 to 6, Reese by 7. I think in the last game we saw between these two teams, both teams had about 40 points at this point already. Yeah, they shot it really well to start. Second free throw is good from Stricker. One for two. Extends the lead out to eight points. Reese's largest lead. Again, both teams know what's at stake. Inside the lane, Souls with the floater. In for two. He has six points. 14 to eight now. Minute 28 left in the first quarter. I think Souls could go for 40 tonight. He could at this at the, at the defense in front of him. Absolutely. Inside the lane, Foco. No pressure on him either. And Foco makes it count for two points. Foco with four. Back out to an eight-point lead, 16-8. Keaton Brown traveled with it as he was trying to dive down the right side of the lane. This will result in another turnover, the second for Badax tonight. Brown will sit down. Curvin checks back in. Zwerk sits down for the Reese Rockets, replaced by number 12. That would be Colin Van Est, a six-foot senior. Tanner Turbush directing traffic coming across the mid-timeline. 57 seconds left in the first. Reese doubling up Badax, 16-8. to or 16 to eight. In the corner, Kalkman for three, no good. Rebound brought in with ease by Sageman. Sageman will bring the ball up. Across midcourt, left right across your radio. 16-8, Reese by eight points. Badax trailing. They've led twice in this game, but both when it was a one-possession game, and Sageman inside the lane gets no good, gets his own rebound. No, that one's no good either. And here comes Reese, leading by eight with 25 seconds left. Underneath the zone, this one's blocked by Etzel from the shot from Van Est. Badax going for one shot here. Souls with the ball, 15 seconds left in the first quarter. 16-8 Reese over Badax in the Region 24 semifinals. Souls inside the lane, jump stop. It's it falls for two points. Souls with eight points with five seconds left. 16 to 10. Inside dive down the lane, and this one swatted out of bounds by Etzel from the shot from Wesley Robinson. And that is how we'll end the first quarter with a six-point lead for the Reese Rockets. 16 to 10 in the WLW Sports Network. minutes and it's a six-point lead for the Reese Rockets. Maddox trailing 16 to 10 souls to the high post to Keaton Brown for a jump shot and this one's good. Keaton Brown's first points tonight makes it a four-point ball game 16 to 12 with 745 left in the first half. Top of the key over to the left wing to Foco to Jesse Stricker left elbow jump shot no good. Palm Ritter with the offensive rebound and brought in by Sageman for the Hatchets. First turnover for Reese tonight. Souls across midcourt, being guarded by Kalkman. To the right wing to Sageman. Sageman taking his time against Stricker. Now goes down to the baseline, and Stricker pops it loose. Top of the key to Brown. Brown back to Curvin at the right wing, dribbling nervously. Sageman, 7-10 left in the second. Souls against Kalkman right wing, starting his dribble. 
Trailing by four points, and Souls nearly loses it. It's on the floor. Stricker to Rao. Third turnover for the Hatchets. Palmritter bringing the ball up for the Rockets. Down to Rao. Right block, and this one swatted away by Emmerich. But they're going to say he had some body on that one. That will be Emmerich's second personal foul. Team's third. Not ideal for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Two quick fouls from Emmerich. No, I think you just have a few words with them and just kind of tell them to settle down and stay out of trouble here. <laughs> Jake Rowe at the free throw line shooting two. He's a 78% free throw shooter on the season, and he missed that one. They're going to set Jensen Emmerich down. I'm thinking probably just a minute or so, just kind of get, get your head back. Four-minute mark. Yep. Second free throw, 0 for 2 on that trip, and it goes off the foot of Palmritter out of bounds. I've got to say Connor Etzel with some critical minutes so far in this postseason. Do a very good job of boxing out there. <laughs> no, 16 to 12. Reese leads by four points. 6:45 left in the first half. Maddox trailing by four. Souls at the left wing against Kalkman. To Sageman deeper in the left wing. In Stricker from seven feet. Sageman starts his dribble. Curvin is being guarded by Palmritter. Into the corner to Souls. Back up to the top to Sageman. Sageman goes down to the right block. Off balance, fading away. This shot's no good. A rebound brought in by Jake Rao. The sixth rebound for the Rockets tonight. Bad eggs with 10 of them. Palmritter, right wing. Stricker at the right elbow. Pass to the left wing. Back up to the top to Kalkman for three. This one's good. Kalkman's first points. Puts Reese back out by seven points. 19 to 12, their first points in this quarter. Souls inside the lane for the jump shot. Makes it count. That's 10 for him. 14 for Badax, 19 for Reese. 5.57 left in the first half. Down Rao underneath the zone defense. And Rao with no one in front of him. He has four points. 21-14. Sageman, top of the key to Curvin. Curvin dribbling against Palmer into the corner to Brown. Keaton Brown up to Souls against Kalkman. Just hit that three. Souls back to Brown against Foco. Sageman at the right elbow, back out to Brown, goes down to the baseline, lets this one fly, this one doesn't touch anything. Rebound still loose, and we have a jump ball position arrow in favor of the Rockets. 5.22 left in the second quarter, Reese 21, Benex 14. Kalkman sits down, replaced by Tanner Turbush. And we have a timeout called by Jason Jurgis and the Hatchets. 5.22 left in the, fir- in the s- first half, 21-14, Reese leads. Reese leading by seven points. Stricker gets the pass down to the left wing. Inside to Rao against Etzel. And he pushes him out of the way. And in for two. Jake Rao with six points. Out to a nine-point lead. Largest for Reese tonight. 23-14. Bad axe at the right wing to Sageman. Not Not much offensive firepower for the hatchets so far tonight. Souls inside lane jumps up to the left block. Up off the glass. No good. Etzel with the rebound and we have a foul. This will go against the Reese Rockets. Fourth team foul and will go against Tanner Turbush. That's his first. Oh, they're going to say the second on him. Well, that'll put him on the bench. So Turbush is your starting point guard for the Reese Rockets. 
Eagles sit down. Banax inbounding underneath their own basket. Trailing by nine, and they inbound it right out of bounds. As Brown had known to pass this one to, and he lofted it out there. And a little miscommunication. Four turnovers for the Hatchets now. 23-14, 4-44 left in the second. Jensen Emmerich checked in, replaces DeCarlo Sageman. <laughs> Reese uh, jumped into uh, complete denial on it inbounds and uh, just kind of caught Badax flat-footed. I don't know, they just seem like they're, I don't know if they're playing scared or what, but defensively, they're just not getting after it. Reese is doing whatever they want to do. Ball's going inside, the row. They had to put more pressure, ball pressure, ball pressure. Foco underneath the zone defense passes it to Palmritter in the left corner. Inside to Stricker on the give and go. And Stricker makes it count. He has three points. It's now an 11 point lead. 25 to 14. A 6 0 run for Reese so far. Inside the lane, Jensen Emmerich with a jump shot. No good. Rebound brought in by Rao. And the Rockets with all momentum on their side. Palmritter inside the lane, down to Stricker. He. Counter Etzel elevates, and he's going to be called for the foul, and this will send Stricker to the free-throw line for two shots. And the first, second foul against Connor Etzel, number 23, his second team's fourth. Stricker at the free-throw line shooting two. He's one for two from the free-throw line tonight so far. Free-throw is good. I know Badax thinks maybe they can't stop uh, Reese in a man, but they're going to have to change something up here. This thing's starting to get away on them. It's a 12-point lead suddenly with four minutes left in the second quarter. I mean, Reese is doing whatever they want against this zone, so. And two for two on that trip, and it's now 27-14. to 14. Thirteen-point lead, the largest for Reese tonight. 3.50 left in the second quarter. Curvin against Palm Ritter right wing. To Emmerich in the corner against Foco. Emmerich passes back up to Sageman. Sageman right wing starts his dribble back to Souls against Kalkman. Dribbles inside the lane. No one in front of him. Off the glass. In for two for Aaron Souls. He has 12 points. And the first points in two and a half minutes for the Banax Hatchets. Again, Souls is going to have to do a lot more of that. They're denying Curvin, so he's not getting anything. And Reese throws it out of, through the hands of Levi Foco. Goes out of bounds. And that's the second turnover for Reese tonight. Banax with four turnovers. Banax trying to get a little momentum and trying to get this deficit under double digits now. They trail by 11 points, 27-16, 3-14 left in the second. I think Emmerich beat his guy off the dribble anytime too. He needs to push it a little harder. Souls inside the lane, avoids contact, and this one hits nothing as a result. Rebound brought in by Reese. Three minutes left in the second. 27-16, Reese by 11 points. Kalkman. Calling the shots. Looks like a little bit of a high screen coming here for the Rockets. Bad axe did go man. Changing things up. Inside to Rao. He just clears Curvin out of the way with ease. And Rao makes it count. 29-16. 2.45 left in the first half. Keaton Brown to Emmerich. Back up to Sageman. Sageman to the right wing to Souls. Souls now starts his dribble. Picks it up. Down to the give and go on the right wing to... Emmerich no good, but Curvin cleans up the boards and counts it. That's Curvin's first points tonight. 29-18, 2-20 left in the second quarter. Palmwinter goes coast to coast. He has 11 points. Now Reese 31, Badax 18. Keaton Brown takes a three. This is a terrible shot. Rebound brought in by Jake Rao. And Reese, their crowd's starting to come alive here at home. 
Palmritter in transition. This chucks this one up, trying to go for the foul. None called. Rebound brought in by Badax. Curvin for three left wing. This one is good. Curvin with five straight points. Makes it a 10-point ball game, 31-21, with a minute 50 left in the second. DeMarcus basically just walked back, like left his man up the floor to shoot a three, and then he run down. At the left wing, Kalkman dribbling inside the lane. This one swatted out of bounds by Keaton Brown, the 5'10 sophomore. And this will be Reese Ball, left side of your radio. Minute 34 left in the first half. 31-21, Reese by 10 points. Is Lettuce Mays by 13 just a moment ago. And Jensen Emmerich steals the inbound as defending the pass in. At the right wing, to Curvin, takes a three. He just hit one a moment ago. This one's no good. Sageman gets the offensive rebound. He's inside the lane. Count the basket and one. Badak showing some life here in the final 84 seconds of the first half. Sageman going for the old-fashioned three-point play here. Foul will go against number 15, Levi Foco. That is his first, team's fifth. 31-23. Sageman's third offensive rebound just coming off of the wing, off the arc, and nobody's putting a body on him. He just comes through and cleans up. Sageman at the free throw line, a minute 24. The free throw is good. Three-point play complete. It's now suddenly a seven-point ball game, 31-24, a minute 26 left in the first half. Colquitt at the right wing to Palmer, top of the key. Gets a screen from Rao. Rao on the pick and roll down inside the lane. Clears out and is in for two. Rao with eight points this quarter, 10 on the night, 33-24. Just over a minute left. Inside the lane, Souls is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. And stops the clock with 101. Foul goes against Trevor Kalkman. That's his first team sixth. Aaron Souls at the free throw line shooting two. I think Badak stays in the man, gives some help on DeMarcus Palmrider so he doesn't just get in the lane every time. That, uh, I mean, I just think they can, do, they can do a better job than what they were doing in their man, or I mean in their zone. Souls makes his first free throw. With 101 remaining in the first half, 33-25. Second free throws gives the first. Two for two on that trip. And we have substitution coming in for the Reese Rockets, number two, Wesley Robinson, six foot three, junior. Jensen Emmerich sits down, replaced by Connor Etzel. 26 for Banax, 33 for the Rockets. Banax cut this deficit down in half so far. 50 seconds left, and Sageman nearly stole it out of bounds. Reese will try this one again. 33-26, seven-point lead for the Rockets. Reese inbounding at midcourt. Gives him to Palmritter. Palmritter to Rao, top of the key. One dribble, picks it up. He's in trouble. Back over to Palmritter, right wing, inside the lane. To skip pass into the corner to Bender. Bender dives inside the lane, goes to the opposite block, and this one goes straight out of bounds. Bad X will get the ball back. Trailing by just seven points, 37 seconds left. Reese with four turnovers in this quarter and four on the night. 35 seconds left. Keaton Brown will bring the ball up for the Hatchets. Over to Soul's right wing. Cross midcourt. Into the corner to Etzel. Etzel dribbles inside the lane. No one in front of him. Puts it off the glass. Too strong. Rebound Keaton Brown. Goes up. This one is no good. Connor Etzel with another offensive rebound. Back out to Souls. Souls takes a three. Right wing. It's no good. And rebound brought in by Fogo. Couple of good looks there from the Hatchets. 
Palmritter in transition back out to Rao. And it just it does fall with six seconds left. And we have a injured player, Sageman. Looks like he got plowed over there. And he is on the ground. This is not a good look with three seconds left. Now 35-26. Nine-point lead for the Rockets to Carlos Sageman. Trying to get his bearings out there now. That looked like he caught a knee or an elbow or something in the chin. We'll take a short break and we'll return. We'll have your final 3.8 seconds left of the first half. Reese 35, Bad X 26. Sageman is okay. He's walking off on his own under his two own two feet. Looks like he may have gotten hit in the, the throat, yep. perhaps even. Yeah. There was so, a lot of bodies flying around there. So Banex will inbound, trailing by nine points, 35-26 with 3.8 seconds left. Banex facing a full court press from the Rockets, trailing by nine points. Banex had this down to six just a moment ago. Irvin inbounds to Emmerich. Emmerich at the top of the key. Had the jump shot, but before with a half second left. Emmerich is fouled by number 15, Levi Foco. That is his second. Not ideal foul there for Foco. This puts Emmerich at the free throw line shooting one and one with a half a second left. Yeah, I ain't sure. I, I thought when he fouled him, it was like, well, they got a foul to give, but nope. Not so fast, my friend. No. Free throw is good, so Emmerich gets a second one. This game was 13 points, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Badak switch. Four minutes left. Badak switch, went man. Two for two on that trip. Emmerich cuts down the deficit to seven points. 35 to 28 at halftime. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Reese by seven points in the Region 24 semifinal. Listening to the W, LW Sports Network at the half finds the Reese Rockets leading by seven points, 35 to 28. For the Van Axe Hatches, it was 16 to 10, Reese by six points after the first quarter. And they extend that lead out by one more point to lead by seven after two quarters, 35 to 28. Reese Rockets are led by Jake Rao with 12 points, 10 of those coming in the second quarter alone. Demarcus Palmritter with 11 points, five points for Jesse Stricker, four for Levi Foco. And three for Trevor Colquitt. For the Bad Axe Hatches, they're led by Aaron Souls. No surprise there with 14 points. Five points are to Carlos Sageman and Noah Curvin. Two points for Jensen Emmerich and Keaton Brown. That is all of your scoring for the Hatchets. As a team, Reese is 5 of 8 from the free throw line for 62%. Bad Axe, 5 for 5 for 100%. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Uh, you know, we've talked about it before. Um, Rao, the difference he was going to make, 6 of 7 inside the arc. So uh, Reese ended up shooting 12 of 18 for 67%. Uh, Palm Rider finished everything he had in there. Ralph finished everything he had in there. Uh, Reese was 2 of 6 from the arc. I think uh, 
Coach Shepard would be happy with that. I don't think he wants him to get three ball happy. And then on the Badak side, uh, they were 10 of 22 inside the arc. Uh, Souls was 5 of 10. Every time he got in there, if Rao wasn't in his way, he scored. When Rao presented himself, and kind of made him change his shots, and that's the ones he missed. And then uh, they were 1 of 6 from the arc for 16%. Um, Kervin made that. Um, they got to do a better job on the arc. I mean, there's, there are two changes that happened. They were Reese was up 13, and Badax went man. And I don't know if, if Reese just kind of relaxed or what, but, I mean, that was a point where I thought they could have put him away, and they really didn't. And then there was a ball where Palmreiter thought he got fouled, jogged down the floor, left curve and wide open for a three, and that kid can really shoot it. So if you let him get going, all of a sudden he makes a three, he gets a two, he's got five points, and all the leads seven. Uh, I think Badax got to be pretty happy after that first half and where they're at right now. Badax will start out on offense, moving right to left across your radio to start this third quarter, trailing by just seven points, 35 to 28. Reese Lesmay by 13 in that second quarter. Sageman back in there after a little scare there at the waning moments of the second. Into Emmerich in the corner against Foco, who has two fouls. To Kervin back into Emmerich in the corner. A little bit give and go, dribbles inside, spins away, and can't get to fall, but Kurt, or Keaton Brown with a rebound keeps offense, keep, keeps him on offense, but he stepped out of bounds, and it'll be Reese Ball. Fifth turnover for Bad Axe this evening. Again, with Reese overplaying everybody, man, them offensive rebounds are there. You just go to the basket, you got the guy overplaying you, so now you got him behind you. 28 for Badax, 35 for Reese. Terbush at the right wing, down to Rao, give and go, and it falls for two. Jake Rao with 14 points, no answer for him yet. It's now 37-28, 7-10 left in the third. Jensen Emmerich at the right wing, and it's in right into the hands of Palmritter. Palmritter is stolen away by Souls, and it goes out of bounds, and Reese will have this one right side of your radio. It's a really nice play by Souls. He didn't give up and just give up the basket. Ran in front, knocked it out of bounds. Great also play. 7.01 left in the third quarter. 28-37, Palmritter for three, and this one's good. Palmritter with 14, now 40-12, to 12, or 40-28, to 28, a 12-point lead for the Rockets. They start out on a 5-0 run here to start the third. Top of the key, Sagewood. To Kervin, against Turbush. Not much motion here from Badax. Kervin at the free throw line. To Brown, top of the key. Starts his dribble, nothing there. Two souls left wing. Souls into the corner. Two Sageman pops the three. The lefty's good. To Carlos Sageman with eight points. 40 to 31 now. Yeah, Badax got to knock down a couple more threes. Inside down to Jake Rowell, right block. This one's short. Rebound Keaton Brown. Double team against Palmitter, and we have a foul against the Reese Rockets. This will be the first team foul in the second half, in second against Demarcus Palmitter. So Bannix will have this one. 90 feet from their own hoop. I will say at 5'10", Keaton Brown is holding his own against a much larger Jake Rowe. Yes, he is. Inbound to Noah Kervin against Turbush. Token pressure from the Rockets. Over to the right wing to Emmerich. Emmerich takes the three with Foco in his face, and it's good. Jensen Emmerich with 5 and 5-0 run suddenly. Excuse me, a 6-0 run for the Hatchets. 34 to 40. Inside the lane, Palmritter is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. And this will go against number 21, DeCarlos Sageman, his first, Badax's first of the second half. 5.56 left in the third quarter. 40 to 34, Reese by six. Palmritter at the free throw line, shooting two. 
Boy, he's just <laughs> rule number one, don't get beat to the baseline. And he makes the first free throw. 41-34. Reese has met his led his maze by 13 points at the four-minute mark in the second quarter. Right now, it's at seven. Second free throw, two for two trip for Palm Ritter. Back out to an eight-point lead, 42-34. to 5.50 left in the third, 42-34, Reese by eight. Curvin to Sageman, nearly at midcourt. Starts his dribble, gives it to Souls, left wing extended against Palm Ritter. Dribbling, now going to the baseline, nothing there. Skip pass to the right wing to Emmerich against Foco. And we have a on-the-arm foul called against Levi Foco. That is three personal for him, team second. So Banax will inbound it underneath their own basket, left side of the radio, trailing by eight points, five and a half left in the third. Yeah, good rip through there by Emmerich, going to go to the baseline. Foco got caught reaching. Foco will sit down, replaced by Jesse Stricker. Keaton Brown will inbound to Emmerich. Jump shot on the baseline, no good. Keaton Brown with a rebound, and we have a foul. And this will be a foul against Landon Bender. His first, team's third on the rebound. Badax will inbound once again, left side of the radio, trailing by eight points, 525 left in the third. Curvin gets the inbound. Down to the baseline to Brown on the give and go. Back into Curvin inside the lane. Diving. And it's good for two for Curvin. Seven points for him. 36 to 42. With old Badak, or with Reese overplaying like that, those basket cuts are there. Badak just needs to do more of it. They're standing around just kind of doing something one-on-one. -on -one. Stricker at the right wing. Back up to Turbush. Top of the key. To the right wing. Stricker give and go to Jake Rao. Back out to Turbush. He takes a three. This one's no good. Rebound. And we have a push. And this will go against the Reese Rockets. Foul goes against Jake Rao on the push on the rebound. That's his second, team's fourth. I think Badax be happy with Turbo shooting threes. Yes. I'm surprised that he even hit the rim. Badax at the right wing to Jensen Emmerich. Back out to Kervin. Same spot, into the corner. Emmerich against Stricker. Goes to the baseline and stripped away by Turbush. Seven turnovers for the Hatchets tonight. Four for Reese. Hall coming to that second quarter. Wide open in the right block is Jesse Stricker. Almost so wide open, he nearly missed it. Stricker with seven. 44-36. Everybody got caught watching the ball there. Inside the lane. Souls dives to the lane. He'll go to the free throw line. Four, two shots. Foul goes against Demarcus Palmerter. His third. 4.23 left in the third. Fifth team foul for Reese already. And we're not even halfway through the third quarter. Aaron Souls at the free throw line, shooting two, trying to cut down this eight point deficit. He's two for two from the free throw line tonight. And he makes the first one. On the season, he's now 47 of 63 for right around 75%. Second free throw from Souls, no good, but rebound brought in by Sageman keeps possession alive for the Hatchets. Skip pass to the left wing to Kervin. Kervin starts his dribble. Back over to Sageman, right wing. 4-10 left in the third. Sageman for the long two on the line, and it's in for two. Sageman with 10 points. 44-39 now. Four minutes left in the third quarter. Five-point ball game. Two possessions. Turbush, top of the key, down to Stricker, and it's tipped away as they trade to feed it down. 
to Jake Rowan. Keaton Brown got a fingertip on it, knocks it out of bounds. Fanax doing a better job trying to front Rowan in the post so they can't just get an easy entry. Inbound to Bender, left wing into the corner to Kalkman, takes the three. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Turbush. This one's no good either. And rebound ripped down by Noah Curvin. Bad X trying to make this a one-position ball game. They trail by five. Keaton Brown, top of the key. He takes the three. It's up. It's no good. No one there to rebound except Maroon jerseys. Kalkman over to Rao, and he can't hang on to it, but it's tipped by a white jersey. And so Reese will inbound underneath their own basket right side of your radio. 44-39, Reese by 5, 327 left in the third quarter. Badex has not led since the six-minute mark in the first quarter when it was 4-2. It's been Reese ever since. Jake Rao with a 16-foot jump shot, and this one's good. Jake Rao now with 16 points, pushes it back out to... A seven-point ball game, 46-39. to 39. There's that stare-down defense. Gosh, those guys can shoot too good just to stare at them and let them shoot it. Souls to Sageman, left wing for three. This one's no good. Rebound Stricker for the Rockets. Lean by seven, down to Jake Rao. Inside, this one's no good. The putback is neither good as well. And it's finally last touch by Jake Rao. It'll be out of bounds. Bad Axe ball. Bad Axe got a gift on a platter there. As two missed free throw, or two missed layups from Jake Rowell. Connor Etzel checks in and replaces to Carlos Sagewood. Well, you got DeMarcus on the bench with three fouls. Boy, it's a good time to get right back into this thing. Get Souls. it down to one possession. Souls across midcourt at the free throw line. Into the corner to Etzel. He takes the three. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Jake Rowell and the Rockets. One done for the Hatches on that trip. Stricker inside the lane. He nearly lost it, but they're going to say he was fouled. And the foul will go against number three, Aaron Souls, his first team second. Of course, we didn't have the best angle on that one, but it almost looked like he just tripped over his own feet. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, it looked funny. <laughs> they, Reese got to be happy to get a foul call on that. Second team foul for the Rock, for the Hatches, the second half. And Stricker's first free throw is good. Yeah, Reese got to be pretty happy. Marcus on the bench extended the lead by one now. From where it was. Now Jake Rouse sits down as well, replaced by number 12, Colin Van Ness. Second free throw, no good, but Van Ness brings in the rebound. It's scooped, stolen away by Souls. Souls in transition, puts it up, and it's in for two points. Souls with 17 now, 41 to 47. 2.22 left in the third quarter. 47 41. Reese with Stricker at the right wing, pivoting. Now starts to dribble against Brown to Wesley Robinson, to Turbush. Turbush and inside the lane, puts this one up. This doesn't touch anything but the backboard. Rebound brought in by Souls and the Hatchets. Souls pushing tempo, going off the left side of the lane. This one cannot fall, and rebound brought in by Turbush. 47-41, less than two to play in the third. Reset offense, blowing past Emmerich, down to the baseline, into the corner, Stricker. Starts his dribble in the short corner. Back out to Turbush, gets a screen from Stricker. Nothing there. Skip past the right wing to Kalkman. Kalkman against Souls. Gets a screen from Van Est into the corner. Wesley Robinson being guarded by Kervin. Top of the key. Turbush. Minute 30 left in the third now. Reese taking their time. Turbush over to Robinson. Give and go to Stricker inside the lane. This one cannot fall. And rebound brought in. And we have by Badax. And we have a foul on the rebound. Keaton Brown. 
Looks like it's a scene from Rocky IV out there. <laughs> Minute 22 left. This foul will go against Jesse Stricker. His first team's six. The remaining nine minutes and 22 seconds of the, in this game, Vanex will be shooting at least one free throw. And the way they shoot the free throws, uh, that'd be good for him to get to the line. That's what kept him in the game that first half. Yeah. 47-41, Reese by six points. Jensen Emmerich to Kervin, top of the key against Turbush. Kervin into Emmerich in the left corner against Stricker. Trying to find some space there. Takes the 16-footer. This one's blocked, and it's tipped out of bounds on that block from Stricker. It'll be Bad Axe ball. 106 left in the third quarter, still trailing by six points. Reese is just overplaying everybody, and then they're putting her big in the middle, and he's just sitting there waiting for Souls or Emmerich, whoever comes off the dribble. Kervin inbounds to Emmerich in the left corner. Dribbles inside the lane, nothing there, and it's nearly stolen, but it's picked up by Sageman. Sageman back to Souls. Souls against Kalkman. Blows past him, puts this one up. The floater cannot fall. Rebound brought in by Van Nest and the Rockets. Eighth rebound this quarter, 17th of the night. Bad Axe with 21. Still trailing by six, 47-41. Stricker to Turbush. Team fouls right now, Reese six, Bad Axe two. Robinson back out to Stricker. Bad needs to at least get one more shot here with Rao and Palmer on the bench. 24 seconds left in the third quarter. And we have Noah Kervin on the reach. They're going to call it a block. That'll be his first, team's third only, though. So Reese will inbound this one. Far sideline, right side of your radio. Keaton Brown will check in. And he'll replace Noah Kervin. Yeah, I'd be shocked if uh, Reese shoots this ball before the end of the half. Or the end of the quarter, I mean. 21.6 seconds left. Turbush with the ball on his hip. Leading by six points over the bat, X Hatchets. 47-41. Their largest lead tonight was 13. It's cut in half right now. Kalkman at the right wing for th- now in the short corner for jump shot. And this one is good. It was ugly, but it falls. He has five. Two seconds left at midcourt to Emmerich. Takes a three at the buzzer. This does no good. It is an eight-point ball game at the end of the third quarter. Reese 49, Badex 41 in the Region 24 semifinal. left in the fourth quarter, 49-41. Palmrider with the three to start out the fourth quarter is no good. Rebound brought in by Souls. Here come the Bad Axe Hatches trailing by just eight points. 20-second rebound for the Hatches tonight. Souls at the right wing still dribbling. Inside the lane to the high post to Keaton Brown for the jump shot. This in and out, no good. Rebound brought in by Turbush. Reese still leading by eight points. Seven and a half left in the fourth quarter. At the free throw line, Turbush pulls up for the jump shot, and this one's no good. Rebound brought in by two white jerseys. Here come the hatchets. So neither team able to score yet in the first 40 seconds in this fourth quarter. 49-41 to the free throw line. Keaton Brown once again. Back out to Kervin, takes the three, top of the key. It's good! Kervin with 10 points. 49-44 now. Banax on a 5-0 run, 7-0-4 left in regulation. Reese's version of the stare down defense there. Foco on the give and go. It's blocked from behind by Emmerich. Sageman, one on three, taking his time. It goes down to the right side, puts it up, and it's in for two. Sageman with 12, 49 to 46. A three point ball game. 
Reese took two bad shots to start this quarter. And I'm sure Coach Shepard not happy with the fall away three and then the, the pull up in the lane. 7-0 run for the Hatchets suddenly. Down the baseline, Palmritter shot no good. Rebound brought in by Rao. Palmritter didn't like the no call. He'll be out of his head the rest of this game. <laughs> Offensive rebound by Reese. Keeps him on offense. Turbush at the left wing. Give and go to Rao inside. And it's popped loose by Souls. And it's scooped right back by Palmritter. 6-10 left in the fourth. 49-46. Reese by just three points. At the quarter, just two minutes ago, it was 49-41. 5-0 run in this quarter. 7-0 run so far, though. Rao at the free throw line. Jump shot. This one's no good. Rebound the lanky, lengthy to Carlos Sageman. For three, Noah Kervin, no good. Rebound brought in by Foco, and we have a foul. This will go against Keaton Brown, his first, team's fourth. So it'll be Reese Ball, 90 feet from their own hoop, left side of your radio. Well, Kervin had a really good look to tie this thing up right there. Just couldn't get it down. 49-46, Reese by just three points suddenly. The Bad Axe Hatchets showing some life here in the fourth quarter. Reese yet to score in this final session. Turbush across midcourt against Kervin. Dribbling to his left, trying to get into Palmrider's hands against Sageman. Gets a screen from Rao, let now with the left elbow, and it's stolen by Kervin. Nice anticipation, and it's nearly stolen away, and it is stolen away by Turbush in transition. Down, and this one's thrown right out of bounds, and now it is a turnover fest. We've had five turnovers in two minutes and 40 seconds between the two teams. We have a timeout called by Jason Gerges and the Hatchets. 5.20 left in the fourth quarter, 49-46. Bad X trails by just three points. <laughs> Souls takes it coast to coast and makes us a one-point ball game. Wow, 49-48. I mean, literally, they passed it into him. He dribbled the length of the floor by five guys and shot a layup. Down to Rao. Back out to Palmritter. He nearly bounced it out of bounds. And now he does so, and it is Bad Axe ball. Bad Axe with a chance to take the lead here, trailing by just one point. 49-48, 4.53 left in regulation. It's a 9-0 run. Reese has been really sloppy with the ball. Some bad shots, some bad turnovers. Man, he's got to value the possession. Baddock's had a few bad turnovers themselves, though. Top of the key, Keaton Brown takes the jump shot, and it's no good. Rebound, though, is last touch by Palmritter. He can't hang on to it. Goes out of bounds. Baddock's ball underneath thrown baseline. Kalkman sits down, replaced by Turbush. Out there for the hatches, we have Keaton Brown, Aaron Souls, DeCarlo Sageman, Jensen Emmerich, and Noah Kervin. Five starters. Into Emmerich in the short quarter. Starts his dribble inside the lane against Foco. And the hook shot is up. It's good. Badax takes the lead. Jensen Emmerich with seven. 431 left in regulation. It is 50 to 49. First lead change since early in the first quarter. Turbush into the corner to Stricker for three. It's no good. Short rebound brought in by Kervin and Souls. Badax with the lead, leading 50 to 49 with 4:10 left in the fourth quarter. Reese has yet to score in this quarter. We played four minutes. Souls against Turbush dives inside the lane, back into Emmerich in the corner against Palmritter, and Palmritter steals it. And we have a on the arm, and it will be 
Bad Axe Ball. Now they're going to say Jensen Emmerich on the foul. So this will give the turnover and a foul and gives the ball back to the Reese Rockets. Jensen Emmerich's third, team's fifth. Ten turnovers for Bad Axe. Reese with nine. Turbish. Two palm at her top of the key. Gets a double screen there. The three is up. No good. Rebound brought in by Jensen Emmerich. 27 rebounds for the Hatchets. 19 for Reese. Souls inside the lane. Back up to the top to Brown. To DeCarlo Sageman. He takes the three. It's up. It's no good. Rebound Aaron Souls. At the right block. He's no no call. And is brought in by Palm Ritter. To Levi Foco, and we have a timeout called by Justin Shepard with numbers. And it's Bad Axe by one point, 322 left in the fourth quarter. Bad Axe 50, Reese 49. Reese finally got their first points coming out of that timeout on a give-and-go to Foco. They're back in top by one point, 51 to 50, and Souls is blocked by Rao in the lane. Rebound brought in by the Rockets. Reese 51, Bad Axe 50, 240 left in the fourth quarter. Turbush calling the shots for the Rockets. Turbush down to Stricker, wide open at the right block, in for two points, and now it's a 4-0 run for the Rockets. Stricker with 10 points. 53 to 50. For three, top of the key. Keaton Brown banks it in. We are tied at 53. Five points for him. Top of the key, Turbush. 53 to 53. 205 left in the fourth quarter. Turbush takes his time, slows things down. Justin Shepard calls in the play. Trying to go for that, almost looks like that same exact play that Stricker was wide open at the right block for. Foco at the right wing to Rao. Give and go, this one falls. Two, two hands in his face, and Rao makes a count. He has 18, 55, 53. 4-3, Keaton Brown, another one. This one's no good, and rebound brought in by Palm Ritter, and Keaton Brown picks up the foul. That's his second team sixth. So the rest of the way out, we have one and one for both teams. 94 seconds remain in regulation. Reese leads by two points. Does this sound familiar again, Steve? It sure does. We're right where we were <laughs> three weeks ago, two weeks ago. 20 days ago. Yeah. Boy, Brown had a nice shot right there. He stepped into it. Uh, he had a good look. Minute 25 left. Turbush taking his time across midcourt. Left right across your radio in the maroon jerseys. Stricker at the left wing. Down to Turbush on the baseline. Nothing there. Back to Stricker, left wing. He's dribbling against Souls. Into the hands of Foco, to the right wing, to Palm Ritter. Palm Ritter against Sageman. To the left wing, Turbush. 108 left. And, and he nearly steals it. And we have a jump ball, possession arrow. Bad axe hatches. Jensen Emmer got his hands on it at the left wing against Levi Foco. And it results in a possession in favor of the Hatchets. And we have a timeout called by Jason Jurgis with 104 left in the fourth. Reese 55, Reese Habatex 53 at the W Sports Network. Four seconds remain. Bad X has the ball. 
They have two timeouts remaining, one and one for both teams. 55-53, Reese by two points. Aaron Soles with the ball against Turbush in the backcourt still. Now across the timeline. At the right elbow, down to the block, into the corner, nothing there. And he lost a handle on it, and it goes out of bounds. Reese ball. Too much dribbling, too much dribbling. 11 turnovers for Bad X, 10 for Reese. Palmritter will inbound in the corner, left side. Bad X with a full court press here. Into the hands of Foco. Foco back to Palmritter. Emmerich goes for the steal, none there. Over to Foco, right wing. 45 seconds left. Foco back to Palmritter. Ball on his hip. Gets a screen from Rao. Double, double, double. And they nearly steal it. And now we have a reach. Timeout. A timeout called by Justin Shepard and the Rockets 55-53 on the WLW Sports Network. 35 seconds left. Reese leading by two points. 35 seconds left. Steve Bone, what do you see here? You know, I think Rao made a mistake there. He come up to set a screen for Palmrider. What that does, invites a double team. Sageman had it. He just, I don't know why he didn't stay with the double. The ball rolled out his way, and he just didn't get it. So Reese grabbed it real quick, called timeout. In other games here in Division Four, Ubley and Novell going head-to-head at halftime. It was 32-32. to Now with two minutes left in the fourth, it's Novell by four, five points, 49-44. to Reese inbounding with 30 seconds left. Palmritter at the top of the key, over to the left wing to Jake Rao. There's the double team there, and we have a foul. And this will put Jake Rao to the free-throw line for one and one with 26.4 seconds left. He's a good free-throw shooter. Keaton Brown with the foul. Boy, again, Palmrider picked up his dribble. That makes the ball dead, and they didn't deny, man. They should have just been all over everybody. Not It was just too easy of a pass to, to Rao. Rao is a 78% free throw shooter on the season. Taking his time for his free throws. No good. Rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. Into the hands of Souls. 20 seconds left. Trailing by two points. 55-53. Keaton Brown, 15 seconds left to Souls. Right wing. 12 seconds. Now we have a timeout call by Jason Jurgis and the Hatchets. We'll stick with you with 11.3 seconds left. Bad X uses their second to last timeout. Steve Bone, what is Jason Jurgis setting up here? I think you want to clear it out. Put uh, Kerwin down in the corner. So that makes his man stay out and guard him. And then also bring Braun up. So... Rao can't just sit in the lane because if he does, then pitch it back to Rao. If they help off of Kerwin, pitch it out for him for the win. Um, I just think that's uh, you got to let Souls go to work here, see if he can get to the basket. In the second half, Reese is now three of five from the free throw line. They were three of four in the fourth. Jake Rao misses that front end of the one and one, which sets up this possession here. Banex led by Aaron Souls with 19 points. And, you know, from from Reese's standpoint, what does Rao do? Does he, does he guard his guy or does he stay in the lane? Because you pretty much know Souls is going to the basket here at some point. Badex will inbound in line with the free throw line, far side of your radio. Home white uniforms in Reese. Kervin will inbound to Souls at midcourt against Turbush. Nine seconds left. 
dribbling. And oh. we have a foul, wow. a push against Turbush. One and one. Well, you got your best free throw shooter at the line if you're bad axe. He's three for four from the free throw line tonight. He needs to make both if he wants to tie this one with 6.7 seconds left. Kind of surprised with that call. I mean, he was he was bodying him quite a bit. It's no good. Rebound brought in by Palm Ritter with foul. five seconds left. And there is a foul as Aaron Soulsby called with this one. will walk the length of the court. And this will put Demarcus Palm Ritter at the free throw line shooting one and one. This game ain't over yet. Demarcus isn't the best free throw shooter. Palm Ritter is 68% on the season. Four for four tonight, though. I mean, Baddock should almost have a play on a miss here. Kick it, get it up, shoot it. They have one timeout remaining. Free throw is up. It's good. Three-point ball game. Three seconds left. 56 to 53. Palm Ritter gets a second on the one and one. He has 17 points. Five for five from the free throw line. Six for six. Bad X inbounds. Trailing by four points. Kervin takes a three. It's no good. And Reese advances to the regional final on their home court to take on the winner of Flint Beecher and Marlette. Bad X's season comes to an end in the semifinals of Regional 24 with Reese taking all three victories over the Bad Axe Hatches this season. Final score, Reese 58, Bad Axe 53. Your hardwood home for high school hoops all season long has been the WLDW Sports Network. Stay tuned. We'll have all of your post-game wrap-up right after this on your hardwood home for high school hoops, the WLDW Sports Network. Final score, the Reese Rockets take out the Bad Axe Hatches for the third time this season, 58-53. Over the Bad Axe Hatchets, final score by five. Reese now advances to the Regional 24 Championship between the winner of Marlette and Flint Beecher, which is about to tip off in 35 minutes. And the Bad Axe Hatchets finish the season with an overall record of 12-3. All three losses coming from the Reese Rockets. Reese now improves to 15-1. We'll have all the details upcoming. Listening to the WLW Sports Network. Post game finds the Reese Rockets victorious on their home court 58 to 55. And now advance to the regional championship to take on the winner of the game about to begin in 30 minutes. The Clint Beecher Bucks in the Marlette Red Raiders. It was 16 to 10, Reese leading by six points at the end of the first quarter. Bannock said that we had two lead changes and two ties in that first quarter. In the second quarter, Reese scores 19 to Bannock's 18 points, take a seven-point lead into the half, 35 to 28. In the third quarter, Reese outscored Bannock's by one point once again, 14 to 13. 
to take a eight-point lead into the second into the fourth quarter, 49 to 41. But then Bad X came alive. They scored 50 seconds, 7, 10 left in the fourth quarter. They hit a three, and then they hit a two, and then another two, and then another two. And suddenly it was 50 to 49. Bad X leading by one point with four and a half minutes left in regulation. But then Reese came back and hit four straight points, and Bad X would only hit one more basket for the remainder of the game, actually as a three. And your final score would be 58 to 53. Reese by five points. Reese was led in po- scoring by Jake Rowe and Demarcus Palmritter, each with 18 points, 11 points for Jesse Stricker, 6 points for Levi Foco, and 5 points for Trevor Kalkman. The Rockets were 6 of 9 in the second half from the free throw line, 11 of 19 for the night from the charity stripe for 57%. They had 20 rebounds compared to Banax's 27, and 10 turnovers for the Rockets, 11 for the Banax Hatchets. Bannex was led by Aaron Souls, the junior, with 19 points. 12 points for DeCarlos Sageman, also a junior. 10 points for Noah Kirvin, who is also a junior. 7 points for Jensen Emmerich, a senior, and Keaton Brown, a sophomore, with 5 points. Just 5 scores for the Bannex Hatches tonight. 6 of 8 from the free throw line for 75%. Aaron Souls with the only 2 misses, both in the second half. On the evening, he finished at 3 of 5 from the free throw line. 27 rebounds out-rebounded Reese, but one more turnover and five less points when all said and done. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Uh, Badex had to shoot better in the second half from the arc, and they did. They were 4-10 uh, for 40%. For the game, they were 5-16, 31%. Uh, that one of six in the first half kind of hurt them. They just need to make a couple more threes, stay, you know, keep it a little tighter. Um, inside the arc, um, they were 16-37, 43%. A lot of those were... We're uh, driving layups by uh, uh, Aaron Souls and uh, Sageman. So, anyways, overall they were 21 to 53, 40%. So it's a pretty good shooting night, but uh, you're playing Reese and they can score really well. So from the Reese side of it, uh, they were three of 12 from the arc. That's 25%. Uh, I think uh, Bad X is happy with uh, Reese shooting threes. Uh, they were 19 to 35 inside the arc for 54%. They shot 47%. Uh, total for the game. Uh, the biggest thing was they just, especially in the first half, they had no answer for Rao inside. No energy either. Yeah, I mean, they played that 2-3 zone, and they just let them pass the ball, pass the ball, and get it down low and you know for an easy baskets. Um, when they went man, the, the game changed completely. You know, I think they're worried about the dribble drive, but at least when they went man, it kind of got them going, and sometimes you need to do that. It kind of gets your legs going. kind of gets you going offensively, too. But, uh, yeah, Rao ended up 9 of 14 inside there for 18 points. Um, you know, it's tough. To, he's a big kid in there, and he's got good touch. And then Souls was really good in the first half. He got to the basket whenever he wanted to. He was 5 of 10. And, again, like we talked about before, when he ran into Rao in there and had to change a the shot, they, he missed those when he got all the way to the basket and Rao wasn't there. He scored. And then on the second half, basically what Reese did is they kind of quit guarding um, – whoever Rao was guarding, and he just sat in the middle of the paint kind of waiting for Souls or Sageman or Emmerich to come in. And, um, you know, Braun had some really good looks because they weren't guarding him, uh, but he ended up one for five on the night. Boy, he had some good looks from the arc. Um, you know, good-looking shots, just a little long. Uh, makes one of those, and all of a sudden the world's a whole lot different place. Well, the good news for the Bad Axe Hatches is they have to say goodbye to only two players, Jensen Emmerich, a three-year starter, 
maybe even four years. I can't keep track of that that far back. And Noah Messing, a six-foot senior. Otherwise, everyone is back. They've got a lot of sophomores on this team, including Jake McPhee. In a strong junior core here. Noah Curvin, Aaron Souls, Keaton Brown, a sophomore, of course, to Carlos Sageman, a junior, and then Jake McPhee, a sophomore. Bright future for Banax. Very bright. Um, Aaron Souls' game is going to just continue to get better. I'm assuming he's going to work really hard on it. Uh, Curvin can really shoot the ball. He uh, he develops his dribble drive, and even if he could get a pull-up jump shot to go with it, boy, he'd be really tough to stop. Um, Sageman. And he's a little bit erratic, but, boy, I mean, he can knock some shots down and he can get to the basket again. He's going to get a lot better as well. So, and then, again, I like the way Braun shoots the ball. I mean, he shoots it nice. I mean, but, again, you're, you're playing with the biggest game of the year and you're expecting the sophomore to knock shots down. That's uh, sometimes a tall task. Well, and the this was Division Three, Region 24, of course. In Division Four, the Ugly Bearcats were doing battle with the Catholics of Saginaw in Midland. And it was half tied at halftime, 32-32. to 32. And unfortunately, the Novell Panthers pull away in the second half, and they defeat Ubley no- uh, 55-46. So Saginaw Novell takes out Ubley. Novell advances to take on the winner of Sacred Heart or Hale. So the Ubley Bearcats season is over, as is the Bad Axe Hatchets. And we have no more thumb teams alive in boys basketball. So does that mean our season's over? Our season is over. Uh, I tell you what, it's been great, Clark. I, I was going to really say, what, what did you think of your first season on the on the mic here? Well, I mean, I, there's a little, there's a few too many ahs and <laughs> I don't know and dead spots, but I think it's starting to get a little better at it. Um, it's uh, it's a different view. Um, it's amazing having all these stats in front of me. I, I wish we had this stuff. Uh, on the bench with us, that'd be pretty cool. Well, just come up and steal them, you know. Well, that I I have taken some and put <laughs> yes, them away. So, anyways, <laughs> no, it's been a, it's been great, Clark. I mean, play by play, you're unbelievable. Um, you know, for for thumb sports, this is uh, I think you do a phenomenal job, and I don't think anybody complains about any of the coverage they get here. Oh, I appreciate that. I really do. And Steve, I, uh, hats off to you. When John Mooney said he's retiring, I said, oh boy. What's going to happen here? In literally the next day, news breaks that Mark Gainforth and Steve Bone are retiring from USA. I said, oh, there's there's a chance there. And, and <laughs> thank goodness Paul Adams actually was the one tipped me off. Said Steve is interested in, in doing some play as a games with you. I said, well, okay, my, my search is over. That's easy. All right. So yeah, Steve Bone. Maybe next year we could get Mark on the sidelines, be our sideline reporter. Yes, I. I, you know, I, he does seem to be a little jealous when I talk to him about this. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll throw it to him at halftime with uh, Charles Barkley. In the yeah, there yeah. you go. In the <laughs> well, so final thoughts here as we wrap up the 2021 shortened COVID season, but basketball finality. It's something we didn't have last year. You know, we, we had to end things after the district semifinal, and here we are. No more thumb sports, thumb teams rolling through the tournament on boys or girls. And we are we're, we feel like a chapter has ended on our own terms. Yes, it has. I mean, the coach and me uh-huh. I'm really interested in Thursday night's game, Reese and Beecher. Again, I want to see if they believe that they can win that game. I want to see how they're going to attack that. I'm really interested from a coaching standpoint. How is Reese going to go up against Flint Beecher? I mean, I just looking at it, I see some things I don't think they will be able to do. Um, but kind of interested to see, again, I talk about the regionals as being a coach's tournament. 
I mean, the coaches have a big play in the regionals. And what kind of strategy is Coach Shepard going to bring out against Beecher? Is he going to play it the way, hey, this is the way we've done it all year, so we're just going to keep doing what we do? Or is he going to change things up? Again, I know, you know, at USA with Mark Gainforth, um, we coach to win the regional every year. And we looked at it. I mean, the year we beat Beecher, we had seen him in person, I think, four or five times. Plenty of times, We yes. had plenty of tape on him. You know, there, there's people that called that the greatest upset ever. And honestly, we didn't view it that way because we actually thought we could play with them right from – because we had, we had scouted and we had worked on playing that game from the first practice all the way to the end because we that's the game we wanted to get to. i got to tell a quick story. Let's hear it. we right. got nothing but time. Yeah, okay. Um, in the first game of the regional, we played Nouvelle. Yes. Okay. Nouvelle was a scrappy team, not great, but they played really hard. Okay. They came after you, whatever, whatever. We struggled a little bit shooting that night. I mean, we had a hard-fought win. I think we won by five points. Going to the locker room, kids are kind of down, you know, because, I mean, they wanted to play really well going into that Beecher game. I literally broke down and cried. I'm getting teary-eyed right wow, now. look at this. Because that is what those kids wanted from the whole year before. And they felt they could really win that game. And, I mean, I just sat there with them and, like, and Coach Gainforth is like, guys, we are here. We got to where we could get. This game don't mean, it, you know, it's tournament time. It's just survive in advance. Yeah, doesn't matter what you win by as yeah. long as you win. And so you get that opportunity. And, you know, and then it played out, and, you know, everything worked out really well for us and, you know, played great and on and on. But, um, again, that's Coach Gainforth's mindset. You're never happy with where you're at. You always want, if you can win the district, I don't, I don't want to win the district. I want to win the regional. If I can win the regional, I want to win the quarters. And, again, we talked about how hard it is to win a regional. It's so hard, and especially with the thumb. You only got one place to go, and that's south. And I don't care. You know, I look at Coach Gainforth won 14 districts. He was knocked out of the tournament five times by Flint Beecher. Uh-huh. Okay? He was knocked out of the tournament nine times by the team that either won the state championship or finished runner-up in the state championship game. So, you know, you, I mean, you go, you run into the BVs when BV was there, and you run into the Beechers, and you run into uh, New Haven, and you run into uh, Detroit Harper Woods. And, I mean, it, you're not playing, uh, you know, Paloma Westphalia or anything like that, and those teams are really good too, but it's just a different thing. Absolutely. Well, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on air. It's uh, definitely the, one of the better choices I've made in 2021. <laughs> uh, not many choices, unfortunately, in our lives these days, but it's been a, been a pleasure, and we look forward to having you on air with us next year. All right. Well, thanks, Clark. Really appreciate it. I had a great time, and I've learned a lot about radio, and I didn't know anything before it started. So thanks it's a, again. It, it's a weird, weird world. It is. Of course, so that's Steve Bone signing off for the season. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Thumb Sailor, DS Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Valley Enterprises, Tim Fritz of Farm Bureau Insurance, Bayport State Bank, McVeigh Insurance Agency, the East Huron TV and Appliance, Flannery Auto Mall, Thumb Bank and Trust, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? Final score from the Regional 24 semifinal, the Reese Rockets advance and take out the Bad Axe Hatchets 58-53, and Thumb Basketball has called her a season. On to spring sports, and on to better and brighter and warmer temperatures in front of us. 
Thank you for listening all season long. This wraps up my 20th season with WLW Sports. On behalf of Steve Bone, my name is Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everyone over our past 10 broadcasts all the way since this shortened season began. And thank you to everyone who has listened and encouraged us along the way in the past 10 years. We will see you in the fall for football, hopefully without masks on. But who'll see, and hopefully with the stands packed on both sides. Until then, Clark Ramsey and Steve Bones signing off for the year Harwood home for high school hoops, the WLEW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.